Greetings and salutations, weary travelers. Today, I will be graciously introducing you to five of the best adventurers of the plane. What? Level two? Why didn't you tell me before? Fine, fine. I will be graciously introducing you to five of the most mildly capable adventurers of the plane. We will follow their story as they do their best, apparently not to die. We will hear from them throughout their adventures through the power of my scrying magic. I will introduce you to them in but a moment. But first, let me tell you of the world they are in, as it is far different compared to your own. What is there to say about the land of Starterra? It is pretty unremarkable, unless you count rolling fog banks of wild magic, literal dragon queens, the extinction of the human race, or an all-out war against the creation goddess remarkable at all. Well, I guess we should start in the beginning. In the beginning, Io created the planes and everything in them. And that was, if I'm honest, her first mistake. Some of the beings that she created gained a little bit of power, and it went to their heads. And they decided that Io was not all that. They wanted a chance to rule, so they started a rebellion against the creation goddess. Many humans sided with the lesser gods. The idea that a dragon goddess creating their race was not one most could agree with. Many lives were lost, and much of the once fruitful land was turned to waste. Just take a look at Lentesia, for example, or the Barklands. Both were ravaged. Io, a witness to the chaos and destruction, vowed to end the senseless fighting. The conflict at its heart was the imbalance of power between her and the lesser gods. And so, to save the mortals, Io sacrificed herself, allowing a blade to sever her soul from her material body. But Io was not destroyed, and instead was split into the twin dragon deities Bahamut and Tiamat. All that was once Io was now in these two gifts, Tiamat, embodying the soul of death and destruction, and Bahamut, embodying the soul of life and creation. They were the two sides of the same coin, one not being able to exist without the other. Now, centuries have passed, kingdoms have risen and fallen, and we are here now to listen to the start of the story of these five novice adventurers. Each of their stories begins with a letter, simple as that. They have each received a letter from a mysterious employer offering them more gold than they can imagine. 
for a simple two weeks worth of work. I will read this letter to you now. Good day to you, my chosen adventurers. If you are reading this, exult in jubilation, for you have been chosen to be a part of my elite guard. If you wish to earn more gold than you can imagine, you will meet my envoy at the Shattered Mug Tavern in the port town of Garnier. You will travel with said envoy with my wares, bringing them to the capital, Higloff. No questions of what wares are being delivered should be asked if you wish to receive payment. Under no circumstances are you allowed inside of the cart. My envoy will not speak to you, and you shall not speak to my envoy. If you agree to these terms, be in the tavern before the sun sets on the last day of Dantia. Two weeks have been allotted for travel between the two cities. Though, if you were to arrive in a week or less, your fee would be doubled. Be careful traveling the roads. Many people have been disappearing as of late. <laughs> Though I'm sure you can handle it. You are my chosen, after all. Signed, Xanalor Fireman. P.S. If you wish to charter a boat in the city of Bergscar, you should be able to find one Broheen Bradshaw. We have worked together before, and he serves a fair price, though the fare would be coming out of your pockets. Upon reading this letter, it bursts into flames in the hands of our adventurers. I guess now would be a good time for us to introduce the unwitting stars of the show. We will begin with Jim Jam Johar, the Emperor himself. I am Jim Jam Johar, the last scion of the Johar clan, an ancient clan of kobolds that once ruled this entire land from sea to see, to see, because there's two continents and there's a sea in the middle. And we will both... And anyway, once every thousand years, a silver cobalt is born to the people in the image of our ancient draconic god, who was also silver. And uh, it is always it is always the, the birthright of the silver cobalt to uh, reunite the clans and rule the entire continent from sea to sea to sea. But first, I must go on a quest to discover the world and learn about its people so that one day I might rule them fairly and justly. Also, I'm a bard and I like to play my lute. Next, it seems that I have the esteemed pleasure of introducing Kilgrab Nicevest. Take it away. Salutations, commoners! I am Kilgrab Nicevest. First Imperial Guard to the Grand Emperor, Jim Jam Jojar. Though I personally am still not certain to the full filigree of his claim to royalty, we met long ago when he was proselytizing to a large raccoon in a darkened alley. The raccoon lurched at him, death in its eyes, and I knew I could not let this poor tiny creature succumb to this evil. Standing idly by would betray my oath of devotion to Bahamut and his ways. At first, I felt pity for the pathetic kobold, but after spending some time together, I was impressed by his message of unity and kindness. 
Though he lacks the strength of will to stand up to many, or perhaps any, I have pledged protective services to him for the time being as I feel out this whole thing. If half of what he claims are true, his campaign will be a mighty and noble one to be involved with. Next, we have Jarl, a Asmar Barbarian. Uh, well, let's just let him explain who he is. Jarl, any words? Oh yes, you are, uh, you are wanting to hear about Jarl? Jarl do not have much to say. Jarl is... a <sighs> strange person, but kind, suppose. And uh, Jarl tends to uh, stick to his own paths, because paths that lead to Jarl all lead to bad things happening. So Jarl tends to stick on own, and uh, we're, not, we're not in company of self uh, going to, going to, you know, bars, different taverns. People have stories sometimes, and it's good to hear, but uh, cannot help but find self disinterested because interested in own bloodline, own heritage, do not know where from, but uh, want to learn someday. And if that's secondary to whatever comes way, that is okay too. And uh, y'all here is a barbarian. And next, we will be introducing the Corporal Amon. Can someone write this down better next time? Thank you. Uh, Corporal Amon. Tieflink. First name, Devrin, or Promise. Active field medic, Arcane Fusilier Division. It's rough out here. When it comes to warfare, nobody talks about the blood shows in the background when the heroes take to the battlefield. When miracle workers bathe the wounded within reach with swaths of divine magic, nobody talks about the lowly medics whose swift mercy to a lost cause is a bolt through the brainstem. In this war, I put to rest more of my own men than I've been able to patch up. War does things to you. It makes you feel hopeless, makes you bleed faster, die faster. Makes you forget who you were, who you wanted to be. Though, it looks like my luck's changing. Those heroes, I thought, the ones I would never be? Well, a missive was dropped on my bunk this morning. Some heroes in need of a medic. Maybe with this, I can be the hero that he always wanted to be. Yes, <laughs> very well. You, you do check all the boxes for the dark and broody type. I guess that's why they selected you for this outgoing. Uh-huh. Thank you for your time, Corporal Amon. We will move on to Patience Abernathy, also a tiefling. Why do we have so many tieflings selected this go-around? Whatever. Patience. Howdy, y'all. My name is Patience Abernathy, and I am a tiefling rogue from the beautiful land of Lantesia. I was born and raised in Eden Prairie with my daddy. And let me tell you right now, Eden Prairie is the most beautiful town you'll ever, ever, ever see. Uh, but unfortunately, my daddy's gone missing, and it's my business what to find him. 
Uh, yes, Qu quite your business, of course. <laughs> oh, uh, one more thing. I think I hate this disembodied voice. Well, you, you should grow to love it. <laughs> well, we will continue. No, okay. I won't. Oh, all right. Well, nope. we will. We will continue on with the story here. Uh, thank you for your time, Miss Patience Abernathy. Wait, I think I have more to. Oh, you have more to say. Okay. What do you? What else do you have to say? No, I'm. I'm just fucking with you. I don't have more to say. <laughs> on with the story. For one reason or another, each of our adventurers has decided to take Xanalor up on his offer. They have each made their way to the port town of Garnier as instructed on the letter. And next week, we shall follow their story as they enter the Shattered Mug Tavern, where they will meet Tarsk, the lovely bartender. And Aaron, the contact for Xanalor Firemane. And they will, of course, meet each other. I cannot wait to see what wild shenanigans this group gets up to. I hope you will be there with us. Until then, thank you for listening to the first installment of Scales and Fails.